I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Shrine Podcast presents The Traders. I'm Hannah. I'm Brendan. And I'm Rebecca. And the three of us are back around our own personal round table for the first time in a while. All individual side missions to London have been completed and I have got to catch up on the last two episodes now that I'm back on Irish soil. And guys, what an episode last night's was. Ash did indeed go to ashes. Meg was murdered and the Paul downfall continued. We even saw the man manipulate his own apparent genuine emotions about his family. Like he's absolutely ruthless. We'll have to get into that later. Um, It was an emotional episode for Harry who lost his fellow veteran Johnny, although he still has Tracy, to a banishment. But despite crying in the corridor, he ended the episode by telling us he loves the game. Um, We got a brilliant sort of catapult mission and loads of quieter um, faithfuls coming to the forefront. So I'm really excited to get into it. Brendan is on the recap. Rebecca is on the thoughts and theories. Guys, it was a great episode yesterday. I missed you loads. Oh, listen, we're all good, Hannah. I've been loving watching this now the last few nights. Um, I found last night's episode quite emotional at times. I found them doing that whole team bonding thing together at the catapult and all. Yeah, just, they were yeah. yeah, they were really putting in kind of the life stories and people's life experiences more than they have done. I guess as they as we lose more people, there's yeah. more room in an episode to learn more about them. This is it. We were getting the X Factor angles, weren't we? The the few sob stories and to why everyone was cast and all of that. So yeah, it was good, but um did feel very sorry for Harry. Was sorry to lose yeah, Johnny. Sad. Thought it was the right time for Ash to go, however. Yeah, based on the way they've played it, I think. Like, until the dungeon thing came around, I don't think that... Or sorry, you said Ash. Ash. Oh, yeah, no, no. Sorry to see Ash. Sorry, I thought you said Meg for a second. Yeah. I was like, until they did the dungeon, I, no, Meg, Meg wasn't I don't on my radar. I don't know what that no. was. She was just done. a sacrificial yeah. lamb, A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Who has our thoughts and theories this week? It's Rebecca. But Brandon, you're on the recap. Take uh, it I am. Bit. So, uh, Treasures Season 2, Episode 5 uh, starts obviously with the reveal that Ash is a traitor. And there was no more to it than that. There was no parting gift. I think they were just as Rebecca said on yesterday's episode, moving it into the next episode, it had the reaction from the faithful had room to breathe. Uh, guys, I did see one tweet though, I forgot to screen grab it, but someone, uh, now some people were saying it was a bit of a reach, but they were saying that the words that Ash used when she was leaving um, were the first letter in some of the words were pointing to the first letter of the traitors, other, the names. We have that as well from somebody later on in the voice no, note. Oh, very very okay. similar theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously all the faithful, they were like whooping, hollering, jumping around uh, the 
the round table delighted that they got their first traitor but the fun wasn't going to last because Claudia reminded the group that either Meg or Paul would be murdered and obviously we know going into it that it's, it's going to be Meg, Meg because oh, yeah. <clears throat> Paul is a traitor and they can't murder themselves um, so then Paul does a piece to camera what went on with Meg guys do you just think they didn't air it or like what was it because like people wanted her gone. I just think they completely used her as a scapegoat because she's quiet. I think Paul just masterminded that one and said, oh, it's the quiet people. It's the Do quiet people. He yeah. kept pushing that narrative and then they just yeah. chose her because she wasn't speaking up as much. And she kind of even said it herself when it happened. She was like, oh, I, I think they just thought I was observing the whole time. Yeah, I think it's the same way as like you go into a round table mm-hmm. and for no reason whatsoever to deflect from yourself, you're just like, oh, Hannah, I think you're a traitor. Like for, there's literally no rhyme or reason. They just pick someone. Um so then Paul yeah. does this piece to camera and he's like um, very aware that some people won't like how he's playing the game. But he's like, if you're in here, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It's so stressful. You would understand if you were here why you would act the way I'm acting. Yeah, I'm glad we're seeing some of that side of Paul. And I suppose maybe they just haven't been able to fit all that in. Like, they can't fit in everyone talking about everything during the talking heads. But it is nicer to see more of a human side to Paul. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also, it would be really boring this series without him. Like he's brilliant TV, yeah, true. but he is just... Just a bit cocky. A bit cocky, In yeah. his role, you know? Yeah, so and I think it's, it is making it interesting, though, especially now. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that Paul is aware of basically every single thought and theory we had on yesterday's episode. Paul's <laughs> aware of. He gets yeah, it. He, gets he totally it. gets yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously, Hannah, as you mentioned there, like he was bawling uh, at the last round table saying that he was ready to go home. He's like, I want to go see my wife and kids. And then he says in this piece, he's like, was he was like, wild. it was genuine emotion reshaped to benefit my narrative. Yeah. I was like, wow. That was a Jill Bigelow line oh, now, whenever I heard really one. Was. Yeah. Um, you can't reshape genuine emotion to benefit your narrative and pretend that's a normal thing to do. Yeah. Like, now, um, Tracy, for the first time, actually can see into the future and the clairvoyant, you know, kind of nature is coming through here. She says, if Meg is the murdered one, she's like, it's obvious that Paul is a traitor, right? But where was she in the rest of the episode? Well, we saw her charge a little bit. The round yeah. table. Like, they're not saying anything. Yeah, no, they're quiet. Yeah. Do you know what I really miss then? Guys, we saw her charging her crystal though on yesterday's episode during one of those like little filler in the bedroom yeah. segments. Yeah. Charlotte was in the bath. I don't like those. I, that I don't. So I'm not into those scenes. I like Guys, them. They're Charlotte ridiculous. in the bath. I like fully in the nip. I, how did I miss that? No, that was a bit much now in the side boob. I was like, you know, get it girl, but also like, this it was just yeah. like, Jesus. But come yeah. here. Um, I really... What I love about it is we know that they don't stay there in those rooms. They're in a travel lodge on the side of an this airport. This is what I was just way. about to so say. Like, I really think Claudia she... saying yeah. uh, everyone after their individual lodgings, lodgings, they have scrapped that this season. Yeah. Because we spoke to Meryl for our radio show and we were like, where's your individual lodgings? And Meryl was like, I can't speak about anything you don't see on screen. Mm. I.e. we're in a travel lodge. <laughs> yeah. I.e. It's, it's, yeah, or a premier yeah, in yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Paul, Miles and Harry gather... <laughs> in um, Traitor's Tower and they're basically like look Ash was the weakest link she's gone goodbye in the but words like, of Anne, Doyle, uh, Anne I Robinson I have to say guys like Paul really some of the things that he said during this chat like he was do you know what I mean she, like Paul was basically saying oh you know a team's only as good as their weakest player mm. and I get all that but I really do feel like he's going to turn on one of the others like he was eyeing Harry up last night when Harry was getting oh, really emotional I like, think Harry will turn on Paul before Paul turns on Harry I do as well. I don't. I couldn't agree more. And guys, Miles, I said it from the very first episode. He's going to reign yeah. victorious because 
Paul is just doing he too is, much. But Paul talking. will turn on Harry, but I think Harry will. Harry will do the same, but I think Harry will be more believable because he's been under less suspicion the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. Yeah, and don't underestimate no. Harry. He booted Johnny yeah. out, like even though it really was something he didn't want to do. So loved. Harry's a little dark. Yeah. So during this chat, then they obviously like the only decision is they can murder Meg tonight. And Paul knows they have this conversation in Traitor's Tower. And Paul is like, "This does mean that everyone is going to think that I'm a traitor." And then they do this whole thing that really just I just I was like, Ugh. they were like, "Oh yeah, Traitor's 2.0, Traitor's 2.0." Like lads, lads, lads. Now that Ash is gone, and I was like, "Oh, shut up." Um, down at breakfast then. Yeah, get it. The whole chat before they obviously know that it's either Meg or Paul that's not going to walk through the door. So the whole conversation around the breakfast table is that if Paul walks through the door, he's a traitor, right? But Diane's sort of slipping here because she's the one of the only ones who's like, oh no, Paul's not a traitor. Like Paul has won Diane over and she's quite astute. And Mm. this is... Like, Paul's the only one where she's just like, no, I don't agree. And this is where Diane and Ross differ because Ross is like, he's suspicious about Paul. Yeah. Um, but Diana's like, but Diane just doesn't believe that Paul's a traitor whatsoever. I think Paul's just charmed Diane a bit. Remember before yeah. he was like, you know, you do remind me of my mum. I just hope yeah. it was okay for me to say that. But I do, you do remind me of her and all. So there obviously is a strong friendship there. Some sort there. of a yeah. connection, yeah. So... Guys, cult leaders need to study Paul because he has people in there that would send themselves out for him he has like he followers like Charlotte Diane he's and people keep saying things like oh but Paul's no. so popular Paul's such a big car we love Paul what has the man done to these people in three <laughs> nights because they are obsessed they are well the obsession continues because Paul walks through the breakfast door now the reaction is mixed and you sort of see there's there's two two things on people's faces. The first is, oh, wow, okay, it's Paul, not Meg. And then the second is this sort of realisation on a lot of people's faces of, what does this mean? Does this mean that you are a traitor? Mm. It's it's very, everyone's like, oh my God, it's yeah. you. Oh, it's you. Yeah. Oh, it's you. Yeah, it's mixed emotions. They're really happy that he's yeah. still there because obviously they get on well with them. But then they're like, hold on. Oh, dear God. What does this mean now? Yeah. And you know what? The people are still lying to themselves in there. It's if that like, was someone they didn't like, they would have literally turned. It would yeah. have been like they would have thrown him to the wolves. Couldn't agree more. You know? Rebecca, the sort of the realization. They're you know, blind. The end of Mrs. Doubtfire when Sally Fields, when his mask slips, and she's like, "It's you, Daniel, Daniel." Like that, you sort of see that realization on their faces. So then we see Meg then in the chair, like having been told that she's been murdered, and she says Meg feels that she was murdered because she was too observant. Mm-hmm. I don't know now how observant Meg was. Well, okay, she wasn't talking, so she was yeah. observant. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Fair enough. What she yeah. doing? You have to back yourself, guys. Yeah. You know so then mean? out at some gorgeous fountains, Paul is like, you know, gathering a little gang around and he's trying to, you know, spin his narrative. He's having a little oh. sit. Now, I really feel like this <laughs> is like... Anthony the Chess Player's episode, right? So Anthony, I feel, yeah. has sat observing for the last few episodes and then in this episode, Anthony is yeah. in for the kill, right? Um, Ross yeah. has it in for Johnny from early on in this episode. And Jazz, this is where Jazz starts his little oh, conversation. Oh my God. Jazz is convinced and he's telling anyone who will listen yep. that Paul is a traitor 
And Jazz says, if I am murdered tonight, it's because Paul is a traitor. I'm telling you now, please, I'm spreading my message before I'm murdered tonight. Jazz has it sus. Jazz is like, Paul isn't making any eye contact with me. I don't want to bring up his name because he's too popular. He's too strong of a character. And he's like, I'm not going all guns blazing because I'll be on the chopping block. It's it, Jazz yeah. has it sus, but he's yeah. waiting for the right time to pounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's all over it. Um, I've noticed at this point that Diane and Ross, they keep sitting side by side I'm no. like guys someone's going to end up going god you guys look alike will you yeah. just separate they know they're just hanging out too much scram and her, she, her, she stares at him with these loving eyes yeah they, they need know? to stop yeah. they need to stop yeah she does so it's on to the mission the prize pot we find out currently stands at £32,300 and this mission means they could earn themselves another 10 grand. right what Ooh. they need to do is build a catapult and shoot a giant golden cannonball across a field sounds easy um, five in as part of this mission, there are five boxes along the route where they have to gather up all the furniture to build the 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 sling thing. Mm. And in each of these five shields, <laughs> uh, there are shield cannonballs, which basically the rules are: there are five to be got. If five people were to get them, they all five of them shoot the ball, which everyone lands closest to the bullseye. That person gets a shield, and they're protected from uh, murder. Right? Mm. So, not banishment. Not just banishment. Murder. Everybody yeah. got it. Anthony is using this mission. He's going into it being like, I'm using this mission to watch people like a hawk yeah. and to just really see what's yeah. going on, how people are behaving. Yeah. He says when you're playing a game, you, you can't... You are truly yourself. Yeah, you're truly yourself yeah. when you're playing a, a game like that. Yeah. So then we see them pass... This is what I've been waiting for from my guy, Anthony, because I was so fascinated by the fact that he mm. was a chess instructor or champion at the start and then he was very quiet he fell back he had that issue with Diane or she had that issue with him let's be honest then we didn't get a lot of him and now I'm here for it and I like the way he rationalizes things I like the way he's like no there's two logical conclusions so it's either Paul or it's it's a double double bluff or it's this and I like the way we're hearing more from him now because I just think yeah he's talking total sense Jazz Um, and Anthony need to join forces and start their own little club I wrote that down Rebecca I yeah. wrote that down. I, I'd love to see them team up. Can I also just note that um, Claudia must have been sweating during this mission because there's people out there in the fields in bicycle shorts and crop tops yeah. and the woman is in a shirt buttoned up to the The weather neck. they got. Cardigan. And it was filmed in like September. Cords. Like mid-September. Was yeah. this? Love that you know that, Brandon. She took her a couple of weeks off from her Radio 2 show. That's how I know. Um, DCI you, So they pass the first shield box on this mission, right? And everyone sticks together. They're like lugging the catapult up the hill and like no one even considers going for it, right? However, Molly then does grab a shield box along the route. Harry, <laughs> I love this from Harry. Harry's a bit ageist here. He's like, I'm not saying everyone else is old, <laughs> but they've all got wives and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was my favourite It's I a mean, really good line Myself and my My fellow were laughing About that Because it's true though Do you know when you're 21 yeah, And you're, you're like yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. shit Like you yeah. know Someone's Why? married to someone You're yeah. like whoa They must be old It's like when you started Secondary school And you looked at the people Who were in the final year Of your secondary school yeah. And you were like Oh my god they're adults They're like, only five years no, old No they're not they? yeah, Guys they're can I say children. one thing As well yeah. about this whole This whole Please. Challenge mission I felt the same way watching this as I did when I watched Top Gun Maverick. I wanted to punch the air. I don't know if it was all... I just felt like, oh my God. It was it just... Was everyone rolling yeah. together. It was, yeah, it was. Effort. It was it a effort. It was a real team effort. You know, yeah. everyone was helping. Yeah. And everyone was really praising Johnny uh, in this mission for like working harder than everyone else. Like mm. They cut away to a couple of different people just being like, Johnny really works the hardest. 
Well, like, fucking fast forward 20 minutes and you've all voted him out. So, um, Molly's grabbed a shield box, then Ross grabs a shield box. But Ross only goes back for the shield box after, like, a lot of encouragement from Harry. Like, mm-hmm. as in, like, Harry sort of, like, almost overdid it. He was like, no, 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 honestly, gentlemen, I've had one, so now you go and get one. I think it's, I think it is because Ross was the only one who hadn't had a shield, but I think Ross was hesitant because he was like, if I go for this, I'm going to be put under, like, kind of, yeah, you know, thinking that I'm not a team player. It's a hard one. I probably mm. wouldn't want to go for the shields. Yeah, Harry just really was yeah. like, no, you go and get it. Mm. Um, Miles is... Guys, do you think there's chemistry between Harry and Molly? Like, do we know if they're single? I thought they were quite cute in this episode. I was looking on Harry's Instagram one of the days and I think he has a girlfriend. But he said that they're just both the the same age. They get on really well. They have a good friendship. Love that. Girls and boys can be friends. Um, So then they obviously, they get back. They have all the bits and pieces they need and they start to build the catapult. And Miles is really confused here. He's like, I don't know why everyone keeps looking to me like as the person that like can build things. He's like, he just, people just look towards Miles as like a natural sort of leader. Natural Which really feeds into him playing a great game yeah, as a traitor yeah, yeah. because He's doing a really good job. no one suspects him whatsoever. No. Claudia is beyond excited here that they've built a catapult. She's like jumping up and down, clapping her hands. Charlie fires. Charlie's the one that gets to fire the golden ball and she just roars. She's like, this is for Bristol as she fires it and um, they add 10 grand to the prize pot which now stands at over £42,000 um, Ross and Molly they're both the ones obviously that got the shield boxes so they both fire a shield ball each Ross gets the closest to the bullseye so he is safe from murder tonight um, sorry at this point as well I remembered in the last episode we didn't mention this yesterday uh, Ross said that him and Diane have not asked each other if they're traitors. They've just assumed yeah. that they're both faithful. They haven't had the conversation. No. That's interesting, isn't it? I think maybe it's like this kind of, do they know just from each other's demeanour and body language, knowing each other so well that they they just don't think either of yeah. them are hiding something because they've acted very much themselves. It could be, you Or do know, they not want to ask the question because they're afraid of making the other person lie? They don't need to yet. Yeah. I guess it's that too. They haven't suspected each other yet, do you know, as well. You definitely have a secret code before you go in though, wouldn't you? I'd say the producers are like, ah, 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 ah. Surely to God, it's like, ma'am, blink at me yeah. three times if you're Like a you're one who coughed and who wants I mean? to be a millionaire. Yeah. Weren't, wasn't Iconic that person related to Camilla? movie about that. Really? I think so. The, the Queen? Yeah. There's that some distant oh, relation God. to Camilla was the person so in the chair. goes all the way to the top. Jesus. All the way to the top. Not sure if Bob either. Um, okay. Exactly. So the guys are gathered around that gorgeous kitchen with the lovely gold tap, having a bit of food. Um, Anthony is speaking up here now again. He's like, he is all go for Paul, as is Jazz. Jazz, once again, he's like, if I'm murdered tonight, it's Paul, I'm telling you all. So we move on to the round table. But Sorry, Anthony and Zach have a bit of a scrap here. Oh yeah, yeah. They're scrapping with each other, right? But they're both they're both so intelligent. I'm like, lads, stop fighting, get yeah, together. You get can take to, yeah, over the your, whole castle. Team yeah, up, bring your minds together. I want Anthony, I want uh, Zach, and I want Jazz in a trio, and then I want them to bring in Tracy, and then I want them to pull out her clairvoyant skills, and I want them to team up and take yeah. everyone down. Yeah. Um, Claudia does this really dramatic walk to the round table, holding a large torch that's on fire. <laughs> It's, I loved it It was So dramatic So dramatic It was just I loved that I was like oh my god When I saw it on the screen Yeah so everyone's kind of Going into this And like they're all sort of like We don't know what way This is about to go 
So Claudia says, who would like to start? Ross is straight in on the attack for Johnny. He's like, mate, you're a traitor. The way you behave around this table is completely different to the way you behave on missions. Like Mm -hmm. on a mission, you're like, you know, the the guy who goes for it. You're so helpful, so vocal. And he said, not even just on the missions, but he was like, just in general. So I guess stuff that we don't get to see when they're just around the castle. Apparently, Johnny is a very different person day to day than he is around the round table and Ross was like therefore I think you are a traitor right it's a very tough balance to strike do you know like you you don't want to speak up too much of those round tables if you are a faithful because you're going to put a target on your own back so and I think Johnny just as he said it he's like I don't trust anyone I wasn't it's it's sad but you can see how it can happen you can see how Ross suspected Mm. that he was his demeanour was changing Mm. so yeah but it's exactly how they got Ash out they said that she was and we didn't see it either but she was very like um you know very chatty outside the round tables like big personality really really fun and then would zip it and they obviously found a traitor in her so they're obviously trying to apply the same methodology yeah. to the rest but, of the people there and do it again the line is, but it you don't work. have a fucking clue no. like there's no way to know so there if, is they no having a fucking guys, clue imagine if I was there chatting away about this that and screaming laughing and then I go onto the table and I say nothing you'd be like Jesus Rebecca what's wrong with you yeah but the, like there is no way you to would, tell but also, so you have to like there's a lot to take in at the round table. So I think that would happen to me because I'd be like, I want to watch everyone and then I'd forget to talk. Kel surprise. And then I'd be banished. Um, so Ross is straight in for Johnny, right? Then Miles tries to get everyone to go for Zach. And then Anthony speaks up and Anthony is like, people, for the love of God, will you please listen to me? It is fucking Paul. He is the traitor. And Anthony gives his... Whole reasoning here. He's like, the dungeon. Meg got murdered. Paul walked back through the (laughs) door. The bloody shield. Like, Anthony literally, without knowing, has got nail on head. Like, he has it totally down. But he has it down. But, like, they did spend the whole... When everyone was in the dungeon, right? And they voted out Ash. All of them were like... If Meg yep. gets murdered, yeah. Paul is a traitor. Then the yeah. man walked in. He His face shone into theirs with whatever power he possesses. And they all forgot Completely. they said that. And it wasn't even a conversation no. again to maybe no. bring it up around the table. Insane. He got one it's vote. It's insane that Gosh. he wasn't he v- banished. Be, Paul must he be, to be, yeah, he must be so charismatic. Yeah. So then Paul basically should respond and shut Anthony down here but he completely fudges it again and sort of flips it and I I didn't catch who it was but he turned around I think it was to either Zach or Johnny and was like actually I think you're the traitor but didn't didn't defend himself or try and justify or try and make up why he wasn't a traitor I just I didn't think he did a very strong job of trying to sort of put Anthony's claims to bed here right Zach then goes for Anthony oh And there's just, it's very heated around the table. And then Claudia has to step in and she's like, look, guys, it's time to vote. So I'm sitting there wondering, will anyone spell a name right? Will anyone hold a tile the right way up, uh, upside down, back to front? So this is how it panned out. Harry voted to banish Johnny. Now, the camera hanged, hung on Paul here. Paul was sweating. He was. My interpretation of this was that Paul was nervous yeah. that Harry was about to vote for him. Yeah, I think Paul just is very wary of Harry because Harry's actually playing a better game than Paul at this point. Yeah. 
and 100%. has been and I think he was like if Harry agree. really wants this how ruthless is he and now Paul's threatened by Harry because Harry went for his best one of his yeah. best pals who was also in the army they say they share a brotherhood they have a yes. strong understanding of each other they have a very strong bond mm. and I think now Paul is shitting it that Harry is he, Will turn and he on says him. it later Harry's like that was my one that I was going to struggle yeah. with and now I don't give a fuck yeah yeah, know? yeah 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 um, so Zach uh, votes to banish Anthony Johnny wants to banish Ross Molly wants to banish John Miles wants to banish Zach also sorry I've thought about this a few times so you know the way when Claudia goes around the table and it's very deliberate like it's it's really well done that she'll be like okay so um, who are you voting for whatever but they'll always leave it so that the numbers at the end it's like kind loads of tension. it's loads of tension I'm wondering yeah. either are there cameras in the ceiling that like watch what they're writing down so the producers like know Obviously, going into this, they know who everyone's voted for before Claudia walks around the table. And it's either there's cameras in the ceiling or because they've said that it takes like well over an hour to shoot this. They producers come in and they have to show them who they voted for. And then they go away with Claudia, like write it all down the page. Like, okay, go back in and ask them in this order because it's very deliberate. It's not by chance. I think the they, way it lands it's the same with those missions yeah. there's no way they're down to the wire building that catapult with 90 seconds to go and we're all True. choking at home yeah. I don't know I, there has to be I, a bit of TV yeah, manipulation I would say they actually probably have a sense uh, before the round table and they sit them in the strategic places close to where they think it will come to well, a tiebreak well everyone break. sits in the same Do they? you have your same chair what? every night yeah Oh shit, I didn't Am know I that. Am I making that up? I think everyone sits in the oh exact God, same guys. chair. Oh Jesus, I've obviously yeah. been asleep at the But like the producers couldn't have an idea because no one, Paul, like everyone yeah, should have gone in here and voted for Paul and they didn't. Everyone was like Johnny. I'd love to see the moment that that happens though because I didn't get this last night. The moment on the table where everyone just goes like Hannah, exactly like you said, going from Paul's the traitor to let's banish Johnny. Well, see, we don't know why it's Where edited, that, though. Yeah, I'd love to see yeah, that, though. Yeah, I know. We'd love to see an uncut. I'd love to watch a spin-off show of just the, the round table, round table on, on BBC YouTube. Yeah, we'd yeah. all love to watch that. Do you know what I was thinking I'd love? I'd love, like... I think so. Remember they used to do it on E4 where they do the 24-hour Big Brother yeah. cam? And they just have the bird noises when people were talking about personal things. I want 24 hours. Now, obviously, they're not. They're probably the, there the for 12 hours. But I want 12-hour no, footage. No, they'd never agree. Never. So that every, In the individual everyone logic. else votes for Johnny. So Diane, Charlie, Charlotte, Evie, Anthony, Ross, Jasmine, Andrew and Tracy all vote for Johnny. The only person who didn't was, sorry, uh, Jazz, Charlie voted for Anthony. So everyone else left on that list voted for Johnny right so then Johnny stands up obviously reveals that he's a faithful he was like if I'm smiling he's like it's because I get to see my kids really soon no hard feelings but I'm a faithful like shit one Claudia here is like kind of on the verge of like angry she's like pretty pissed off for the faithful and she's like real sarcastic like well done she's like you've just lost a great player Harry at this point then starts hyperventilating at the table so would I now if I if Claudia Winkleman told me she was disappointed in me yeah, I'd be like, oh no, oh, Harry, I disappointed I really, Claudia. I think Harry just broke there. He was it, the games just got to him, and he genuinely just found it hard voting out his his pal. So then he dramatically leaves the set. Oh, it's God. all high drama. There's a shaky cam. It gave me very early line of duty vibes, if I'm honest. <laughs> and um, he's out the back, like uh, among like the, the the kind of the 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 like equipment for the cameras mm. and the lights, having a few deep breaths, right. Meanwhile, he Jeremy Kyle. He did. Into the wings. He did Jeremy Kyle into the wings. Meanwhile, Jazz is then once again banging the Paul drum. He's like, "If I get murdered tonight, it is because Paul is a traitor." But unfortunately, the person, or maybe actually fortunately for Jazz, the person he's told this is Harry, a fellow traitor. 
again goes on. If oh, I'm I think that's what it's saved Paul. him. It's completely what saved yeah. him. It's completely what saved him. Oh, maybe Jazz is even on to Harry. Holy God, imagine if he was too and he's going yeah. to say it to him. Ah! I don't think he is. No. Paul, Miles and Harry, they return to Traitor's Tower to murder. Harry says that Jazz has just been chatting to me and Paul, he thinks you're a traitor and Jazz says if he's murdered tonight, it's because Paul's a traitor and he's told everyone this. So I think accidentally Jazz has saved himself from being murdered because he was too on to Paul. It was too obvious. Yeah, he's told too many people. Then Paul turns around and he's like, he's like, well, Jazz is contained for the moment and has no following. So he's fine. Like, not to murder. He can stay there. We're safe with him. And then it ends with Harry saying, let's... It's rude. Yeah, so rude. Harry's like, let's play smart. Let's not murder a big personality. Paul says Diane will be a good murder. Harry agrees. Miles says, let's go for Tracy. And Harry says, let's go for Charlotte. So our options for being murdered are Diane, Tracy or Charlotte. They then decide, we don't see who it is, but they say, that's the perfect murder. It's a really good move. Mm. And they 100% agree. And the episode ends with Harry saying, I love this game. And I couldn't agree more, Harry. I love this game. Um, guys, who do you think they're going to murder? Excellent roundup. Charlotte. I think Diane. I think Diane. Because just what they said, it was a perfect they murder. They said, let's not go for a big Tracy's personality. not a perfect Diane's murder. huge. Oh, they did say that. Right. Then I, I think, think it's, it's Tracy. Tracy. I don't think it's Charlotte. She's too much of a Paul supporter. Okay. I think Paul would be, it would be silly for Paul to get rid of her because she is very convinced of him. Yeah. Charlotte's, Charlotte's very smart, but she, she yeah. keeps saying she 100% trusts Paul and... Uh, yeah, I, but then Number one Harry did argue that Tracy's a good player to kind of have at one point. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be Diane. However, as a if I put my little you know faux TV producer hat on, if Diane was to go, it, I would think it should fall on a Friday night episode. <laughs> Um, I think that 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 the the mother son situation we've had a week of it now. Yeah, uh, I wonder. Are I'd we be gonna raging get a big, if we lost Diane. Oh no, I'd be raging, but I wonder if we're going to get a big reveal tonight, a showdown. Like I Diane's don't care if gonna, we lose Charlotte, and I don't really care if we lose Tracy either. Can you imagine if it was the round table and everyone's voting for Diane, and then Ross is like, "No, it's not Diane because she's my mother." Can you imagine <laughs> like if that happens tonight? We'd all be absolutely gagged. It would be a, such an amazing <laughs> episode when because they do pretend each other they do it very subtly but you no, know not so subtle but, but Diane speaks up like last night when Ross was chatting away about Johnny when Diane felt like it was turning a little bit that maybe that might turn on Ross she chimed in and yeah. said let's look at this person yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah. to protect each other very subtly I, I am waiting for this reveal I wonder I don't know we have to get the yeah. reveal because the couple in it last year ended up having to tell everyone yeah and that gave us loads of drama. So surely to God, we're getting yeah. more people. I don't think it's going uh, to be Diane anyway. I reckon it could be Charlotte. I like, I yeah. If Charlotte wasn't in it, I wouldn't mind. And guys, speaking speaking of reveals, um, obviously we didn't get the lineup at the very first episode where they threw two people out and then brought them back. So do you think some twists like that is still to come or are they just not going to do something like that uh, I this think season? that we saw the preview of, I think it was last Friday and it said that uh, someone was going to be murdered in plain sight. So I think that might be the, the next thing where they bit. tap them on the shoulder like yeah, they did last year. I think that year. might be, uh, we might see that tonight. Someone's going to be murdered in plain sight maybe after they murder someone else. Yeah, They'll she be left like, on a cliffhanger. Yeah, like it's time to go for drinks and then they've got to kiss them on the cheek or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's coming anyway. But mm. yeah, I know what you mean, that double kind of elimination. Yeah. Listen, if Diane is uh, gone, I think Diane's the one who would be making a comeback. 
It might be a secret Bring room. Bring back Sonia, I say. But Bring back Sonia. Imagine. Sonia. Okay, we're going to have your thoughts and theories after this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back. We're now going to go to your thoughts and theories with Rebecca. First up, an email from Pete, who's messaged into shrinepodcast.com. Thank you, Pete. Uh, Pete says, given the suspicion on Paul and the lack of real suspicion about many others, why didn't they vote Paul? The odds on him being a traitor, given the dungeon fiasco, were higher than anyone else being one. So the gamble on voting Paul uh, off outweighed the risk that he was a faithful or risk of voting off someone else. Totally. I just would love to see how they ended up all pivoting from Paul to Johnny. Yeah, it was a it was it was a dramatic turn. Um, Paul, uh, sorry, Pete says, had he announced that he was a faithful, it would have just been a oh well, it was worth being you know taking a gamble on you versus the gamble on someone else, and it would have put the divide uh, on is it him to not be or sorry put the divide on is it him uh, is it not to bed type of situation because it would have just sorted it out so yeah great point Pete we don't know what happened there and we had a good few tweets in Martin says the round table was dire nevertheless Paul is under the illusion that he's much cleverer than everyone uh, sorry than he actually is he will be toast in an episode or two Mm -hmm. well I thought he was going to be toast yesterday so did I Uh, Vicky says I think some of the faithful are on to Paul but they aren't uh, saying anything for fear of being murdered Jazz Evie, who did also suspect Ash, by the way, and Anthony um, at the very least. It is a bit frustrating that they won't voice these concerns and uh, Paul keeps getting away with being smug. True. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony says, Harry bigs up his values and standards as an army dude and then bins a fellow squaddy uh, war hero so he can maybe take home 120 grand. Wow. Way to win that game, bitch. <laughs> yeah. War, oh what God. is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Uh, Danny says, I'm loving Claudia flirting with Andrew in one sentence and then the next <laughs> treating him like a dog. She says, oh, look at those strong arms. And then she said, good boy, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nin says, why does Paul write the name in full view of those sat next to him? Also, it's a bit sus that all the male traitors are shortlisting all women to murder next. 
Yeah, it wasn't mad on it all being women, but sure, listen, I think they're just going for mm. character. I think they're just trying to be strategic, you know, um, with the personalities rather than the genders, you know, that way. Um, Claire says, I think Paul yeah. is a great traitor and character, um, but he will no. be his own downfall. I fully expect him to be stroking a cat with an evil, evil laugh as well. Yeah. Um, Anna G has been on. She says, why have I got a feeling that Harry and Paul are going to turn on each other at some point? Or maybe Paul will turn on Harry. There's just something it's about building. the way that they're interacting with yeah. each other that seems a bit different than before. Oh no, Paul had a look in his face when Harry, like... Yeah. Yeah, he Claudia did. said, I don't know if he said this on the podcast already, but she's done an interview to say there was one round table in this series where she left the room physically shaking. Ooh. She was like, it was that <gasps> intense. So I'm wondering if we to see my man Anthony see a Paul going for it Harry showdown. Yes, that's great. Barb says Diane can't hide her proud mum face. True, she really can't. She's gazing she at Ross. To. Like she's gazing hide at us, him, Diane. literally hide it. Um, Luke says, don't mind me. I'm just going to be here making Diane's shoulder tattoo my whole personality for the next <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> um, what does she have she's something on the back of her left shoulder. shoulder. I saw it in the kitchen from a distance. Don't know what it is. Someone um, someone write in and tell us what that is. That's stunning. Yeah, we need to zoom in. And I was howling at a few of these posts on Twitter. Um, a fella named David said, every night I'm confronted with a blonde woman that I never knew previously existed. <laughs> <laughs> and come here, two of them are identical. I'm sorry. Charlie and Evie. I, Rebecca, a la you. I thought they were the same person until last well, night. Well, yeah, Evie was delighted that they both got side-by-side screen time. She tweeted to say that finally people know they're two different people. Yeah, so Charlie's... Yeah, because I'm telling you now, I did Charlie's from Bristol, yeah? Is that the crack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's... She fired the catapult. Bristolian yeah. woman. And Evie is, I'm still convinced, works with Miles in a veterinary. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my God. And uh, Shane reaction, oh, best account Love. on Twitter. Shane says, the players are so bad at spelling each other's names. I genuinely think when they start to vote for Miles, <laughs> someone is bound to spell kilometre. <laughs> Very good. Oh my God, I was crying. Uh, Carol's been on. Carol says, um, hi guys, I love the pod. Did you notice that they used the theme tune to Vigil as the players were heading to bed at the end of the show? Yeah. I didn't notice that. I, advertising. I didn't know it was Vigil, but I did. I knew I heard something that sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. Is that what it was? The la- and I think... Our last podcast. Unless I'm mistaken, they definitely had the soundtrack from... Um, Love Actually. I was about to say intermission. I thought I heard no, a bit of Love Actually that, going on the last episode. What's that film that um, Killian Murphy's in? It's a Chris Nolan film and they go Inception. inside the... Tr- Inception. Thank you, Inception. They got that Jesus, um, well. The budget's through guys, the Guys, I was having a flashback because I go to Nathan last night. I said, what is that song? I know that song. Is that London Grammar? What song is that? Is that in their like, album? What is that? It was feckin' Vigil soundtrack. I thought it was Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're associating the two. You watch them both at the same time yeah, before Christmas. Maybe. Um, very Christmas. Joanne says, can we find out about the hole in the kitchen island? I didn't see this. Is, is that like Joanne? a garbage disposal Joanne thing? says there's a toaster in it and oh. cornflakes. I didn't notice this. Okay, love that. Also, speaking of the kitchen island, isn't it absolutely mad they just stand around eating their dinner in plates in their hands? Like, is there not a stunning table? Obviously not the round yeah, table, yeah, yeah. but is there not somewhere they could be seated for a meal the breakfast room pets they're in the corridor eating their full roast I think that's all deliberate so they break off into a few groups because there's no seats and then yeah. they have those chats because and they don't want them to be too relaxed before the round table and feel at but ease but they don't want them to have another round table no. moment that's not a round table no very clever yeah it's very true Rebecca you're God, exactly producer exactly you're extraordinaire right. excuse me now BAFTA I have a few voice notes guys I think you're going to thoroughly enjoy you can send us voice notes okay. anytime heading to shrinepodcast.com 
on. We want to hear from you. First up, Lindsay's been on. She's been watching closely. I thought it was really interesting that Johnny was accused of deflecting questions, but Paul does the exact same and almost none of them are picking up on it. Charlotte seems to be willing to die on the hill that Paul is innocent, but I'm curious about what we haven't seen that is making her so insistent. They seem to be really close, but we aren't being shown that in the interaction in the episodes, Mm. so I'm wondering if that might come up later. As for Harry, there was no need for him to vote Johnny at all at the round table, and he's dug himself into that hole to cry in. Miles, lovely Miles, although he is quiet and slipping under the radar now, his lack of commitment to accusing people might come back to bite him in the bum later on when people remember his fence-sitting. And finally, I couldn't end this without speaking about Queen Diane. As a teacher myself, I just know that she made the inspectors quake with fear when they entered her classroom. And I really hope that she survives the night. Oh my God, usually it's the other way around. Normally teachers shake because the inspector's coming in. Imagine being the one teacher that the inspectors are scared of. She's just powerful. She's a very powerful Um, person. That was a beautiful accent. And there was stunning accents in the last episode as well, guys. The man from Australia had me crying laughing when I was listening back. Oh my God, so good great observations there um, from, yeah, from Lindsay that. and true about Miles yeah he he doesn't want to be you don't want him to be too quiet and Harry I'm like was that like a power move from Harry I suppose they don't know who the per- other so. the rest are voting for though so he probably I, yeah that's, I honestly think if I was a faithful I would be thick as shit I wouldn't <laughs> no I'd literally just have to pluck a name out of the thin air one person voting for Evie I'd have pluck a who name voted out of for Evie air. last night I didn't know oh, I'd be killed honestly, I, it was I'd so be funny. killed for barking up the wrong tree or the right <laughs> tree too much I'm like ruff, 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 ruff. they were like get guys right I think that was oh, I think that was a power move who was this Harry Scottish terrier it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Harry going to Paul Okay, we teamed up and we got Ash out, but don't think I won't turn on you because I'm kicking out yeah. my best yes. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hurt me, but watch this. So I love that from Harry. I've decided now, just in the last minute, that I'm going to turn on Paul and I want him out now. I've had enough. Oh, and God. I don't. Yeah, I just, I don't like the cult leader vibes he's given off. I don't like how obsessed he is that he was voted most popular. Oh, and. I think the game, his game has fallen apart. Get him out. That's what I, I want think. him in for another few episodes, though, and then I want to see him fucked over. I want to watch him squirm. Yeah, say. <laughs> no, I'm outside the Big Brother house chanting, get him yeah. out, get him out. I'm done. I've had enough. I want Anthony and Miles to rise to the forefront and, and jazz and see what they have to bring to yeah. the table. So next up, we have a voice note from Rachel, who came up uh, with the idea of shrine dating in our last podcast series about Vigil. Um, I'm still single. Um, <laughs> don't let it be Diane, please. I'm really getting to like her and I love the whole I mother and son thing. Paul is just so annoying. Please, please let him get voted out. Um, love Johnny. Why did Johnny have to go? And bless Harry, he was devastated. Mm. I love this programme. And I'm only watching it because you're doing the podcasts on it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bothered. Oh, Rachel, thank you <laughs> for Rachel. listening to the pod. And, and thank need, you for your talk. Yeah, everyone needs to remember, it's a game. Like, Harry's hyperventilating. I'm like, you voted for him because you want the money, pet. It is a game and you're doing what you need to do to win. Yeah, you're there to play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, Lizzie has been on with a wild theory. You guys are all saying, oh, you know, why didn't Ash give a little parting gift? Now, tell me if I've gone to line of duty magnets on the fridge here with this. That's a retro reference for the uh, line of duty fans. But um, 
when Ash left, her little speech, first of all, she said, you are a marvellous group of people, beginning with M, which I thought was a quite weird choice of word. And then she said, it's been an honour, H, and a privilege, P, M-H-P, Miles, Harry, Paul. Is she actually super cunning and was giving a parting gift for the smartest people in the room? Ooh. Or have I gone too far over to the other side? Thank you. Good night. Too far. Amazing observation. There's no, no that. way that she had enough time around that table when they were sweating. The woman couldn't even say the words, I'm not a traitor. Don't waste your vote <laughs> on me. Lizzie, I'm sorry, but there's no way she came up with that. It's just a pure I place. think she did. Not a hope. Not a hope. We'll have to find out. She two nights thinking she was getting voted out. Yeah. I think she's yeah, exactly. in the bed she last night to travel lodge. Guys, she had a whole day in a dungeon to come up with that. No, she had a whole day in a dungeon exactly. to come up with the reason to not get banished. <laughs> and she couldn't manage that. No. I would be horrendous on this show. Get her on. I get her on the Ash, podcast. If you're listening, I want to hear. I'm pleased. We want to chat to you. I'm not underestimating you, Ash. No. <laughs> <laughs> well guys that's it from us the traitor's back tonight from 9 at BBC One and uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning that's it so send in your voice notes interact with us on Twitter email us DM us you could maybe carry your pigeon try and write oh my god you use an owl that you could use try. an owl you could write something with a scroll and attach it to an a owl and you could see if it gets to us you never know you could clairvoyantly send us a message oh yeah I'll pick that up <laughs> Rebecca will charge the crystals tonight she'll pick that up and she'll have your clarifying premonitions tomorrow um, but we can't wait to hear from you we can't wait to see what's going to happen tonight we know that we're going to get left with a cliffhanger because it's a Friday oh, yeah. night we've to wait till next week a so cliffhanger and I think happen, so. is it on a Friday's episode where we get the next time we yeah. get the teaser for we do <gasps> So as we move into the second week, you know, who do we think is going to get kicked out? Kicked out? It's all going to kick Third off. Week. Guys, that's the second time I've done that. I'm just enjoying it so much. Time is passing so quickly. But look, we love you and we'll hopefully have an answer about the missing car or the missing person, the owner of the car for you uh, tomorrow. And until then, to If wrap. I'd like to send a message to you now via clairvoyancy, what's the P.O. box? <laughs> How do I get this to you? <laughs> I'm actually just going to ask Ash for the PO box and it's going to be the names of the people that. that are going out in the next few episodes. I won't into reveal, reveal myself. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Versus.